What's up, baby? <laughs> We're back, man. Not cast number 22. How you doing? 22 is the best year of my life. That's what you said about 19. Well. And I think 17. It's been a few months since I said that, so maybe I changed my mind. And in my interview, I told you I was 25, and you said that was the best year of your life. I'm all over the place. What a mess. <laughs> Wes, how are you been? You all right? I'm good. Okay. Well... It's good to be back on, not cast number 22. Is this Justin Bieber? No. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> and if it was, that'd be dope too. Yeah, no, it'd be fine. All right, we have a guest on this week's not cast. We do. And by week, I mean we might do a not cast next week or it might be next month. Or in six months. It's going to be better than that, Wes. Oh, okay. All right. okay, we have a guest, Jake. Hey, guys. <laughs> hey, man. What's up? Jake's our digital marketing manager, which is one of the hardest combinations of words to say ever. Is so it? when I say, like, we're, we'll be on a phone call, I'll be like, hey, um, I'm on the call, and this is Jake, our digital marketing manager. <laughs> it's it's a lot very of hard to say. A lot of M's. Digital. Uh, you say it, Jake. Let's hear Digital marketing manager. <laughs> digital marketing manager. That's good. Say digital. it three times, Wes. Digital marketing manager, digital marketing manager, digital marketing manager. That was actually yeah. really good. That's good. You saw my eyes. I was really concentrating on that. He closed his eyes. He's like, digital marketing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't say it well. Digital, digital, get down. That was an NSYNC song that I was super into when I was like a um, oh. junior in high school. You were in the NSYNC in high school? Yeah, I, had, I bought the album. Oh. I mean, they were like a big deal back then. Yeah. It'd be like having like a Katy Perry album now. Uh, digital, digital, get down. <laughs> Just you and me. <laughs> it was really good. I'm you know what I was it. listening to when NSYNC was huge? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jumbo Wumba. Remember that band, that oh, I Get Knocked Down song? They get knocked down, but they get up they, again. They get back up again. Pull I'm going to play this song. Is this the NSYNC song? <laughs> this is Whenever I say, like, oh, this is Jake, he's our digital marketing manager, I think of this song. <laughs> So we have a we have a section in uh, San Diego called a section. I don't know if that's even the right suburb. Thing like no, not even nice suburb. It's Burrow. like an area of town. Yeah, yeah, and it's Little Italy, which is also hard to say. That is Little Italy. Little Italy. So then I was thinking, like, if they had like a like a website where you could find out about like restaurants in that part of town it'd be like the online little italy but then maybe you would call it digital little italy <laughs> and then it'd be like say that three times fast west uh, digital little italy digital, <laughs> oh, no, i couldn't yeah. do it screwed up it's too fast all right okay well I'm, I'm kind of rambling on here but uh digital little italy <laughs> jake is our Sometimes if I don't want to say digital marketing manager because it's too hard to say, I say he's our online mar- marketing manager. So, Jake, give us a quick introduction. What do you do at Knockaround? So, I, I work with a marketing team. Same thing to me. That was quick. I, I always do that. That's <laughs> yeah, not that's not even that. that funny anymore. I'm sorry, yeah. Jake. Go ahead. Um, so, I work with our marketing team, do a lot of the online stuff, obviously. Um, digital, digital. Digital stuff. So page search, Facebook ads, Instagram ads, um, work a lot with Tony, our digital marketing or our other marketing manager on a lot Not of Not allowed on this thing. 
Yeah, we've, <laughs> we've banned Tony from the notcast. Yeah, we'll have to edit He's very upset now. about that. <laughs> we don't even talk about him. Yeah. Yeah. So, work closely with him on a lot of... <laughs> Who? <laughs> and work closely with Wes on a lot of stuff oh, yeah. on the uh-huh. website. We we have our um, daily little get-togethers, too. Yep. Honestly, Jake is the best hire that Knockaround ever made. No offense, Wes. Oh. <laughs> Blushing even more. <laughs> it's true, though. Uh, as an e-commerce company, a guy like Jake is is crucial to what we do. Like, all the online ads you see... Uh, everything that happens with the website in terms of like the way that the customer interacts with everything that we do. Um, he's like the, the perfect transition between all of the cool projects we do and everything that like happens on the internet. internet. You're the transition guy. Digital. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just going to keep doing that. All, all Digital. 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 You're welcome. No, you, yeah, you, you've done a great job. And Jake is one of the newest employees mm-hmm. at Knockground. How long have you been here, Jake? One year one. and three days. That's pretty new. He, he knows to the day, yeah. to the T. One day, three months, <laughs> Wait, 12 one, hours. One year, 13 days, sorry. Oh. oh. <laughs> Crushed <laughs> Not it. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Jake is from Denmark. Is that yep. right? That's correct. I almost said Luxembourg. Why? <laughs> or Belgium. Not but even no, close. Not a, it's totally different. Very far uh, away from each You're other. from Denmark. Mm-hmm. And tell us about Denmark. Where is Denmark located? It's on top of Germany, next to Norway and Sweden. Uh-huh. Northern Europe. Northern Europe. Scandi- part of Scandinavia, one of the smallest countries in the world. It's one of the smallest countries in the world. And what's the capital of Denmark? Oh, let me let me answer that question. Copenhagen. Correct. Crushed that it. That's correct. Uh, and, and you're from Copenhagen. No. Where are you from? Incorrect. Uh, <laughs> I'm from a little town called Little. little. Uh, it's three hours from Copenhagen. It's close to the second largest city, which is pretty small compared to U.S. standards. How big is the town that you're from? How many people? Do you know? Well, I'm from a little suburb to a little town. The little suburb uh-huh. is probably thousand people, maybe. Wow. Okay. And the the bigger town we're close to is around today probably sixty thousand people. Sixty thousand. How many people are in Menifee? This is where uh, Wes always talks. How many of you? Eighty thousand. So it's about the same size. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I'm really glad that you moved out to Southern California. Me too. It's good for knock around. So I wanted to ask you about that. Like, so what you grew up in Denmark in this little town, three hours outside of Copenhagen. And what brought you to California and why California instead of like NYU or, you know, you could be going to Florida or something like that. Like, why did you come to California? So on my undergrad, I studied in Denmark. I went um, part of my undergrad, I went studying abroad, so I went to Australia in Melbourne and studied for six months. And I met a bunch of people from Southern California. My roommate in Australia was from San Diego. And, and he was like, brah, you got to come here. Yeah. Shotgun, brah. You got to come out to California, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, man, I'm Wayne. Let's, let's go catch some waves. <laughs> That's how is we that, all sound that, out here. Is that, no, that's, that's an that's, accurate. That's, that's simply not true. The no, no. away from Wayne, it could be. Oh. But. 
Hi, Jake. <laughs> come out to come out to San Diego. We'll have a lot of fun. Well, so anyway, I met this guy. I came out here to visit a lot. Um, spent a bunch of time just traveling in the U.S. and spent spent a lot of time in San Diego and L.A. Kind of fell for San Diego. How could you not, man? It's hard not to. Southern California. City. What's and what's Denmark like in terms of just like um, cold? Well, yeah, like climate, but just experience, like. I mean, Denmark What's is a good place. I I think Copenhagen is probably my favorite city of all places I've been so far. Uh huh. In the summer, that's cool. And that's the thing. Like the summers are amazing there. The winters are darker, uh, a lot colder, and people just don't get out as much. Like in the summer, I think the seasonality just brings people out, and they forget about responsibility. Just go out on the street and partied up <laughs> that's, that's what Wes is up to every day that's what I'm doing just so, partied um, up <laughs> so yeah it's 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 fun there but the winters are pretty dark and uh and pretty cold all right so you you uh you study abroad in Australia you meet these guys that are like oh, we're from Southern California dude <laughs> no I'm just playing they're probably like real nice guys yeah and then um Okay, so this brings me to my next point. You're one of the only people that knock around with a business degree. Right. You have a business degree. Have you ever taken a business class before? I've, oh, stop. <laughs> you, Wes, you're only saying that because you know that that's like my catchphrase. I've never taken a business yeah. class in my life. <laughs> All right. So, but Jake is a business guy. Um, and you've, you've, you know, like you've studied business. You've taken business classes. You've talked to a lot of businessmen and women. And uh, that's one of the things that attracted me to you when we were hiring for our digital marketing manager. And uh, <laughs> I feel like I'm emphasizing words really weirdly. <laughs> digital marketing. <laughs> it's very hard to say. Yeah, so that's one of the things that I, I think was cool about hiring you is like it, it brought a new mindset into what we were doing on the marketing side, which is um, we want somebody who's really business-minded uh, really analytical, going to look at all the numbers um, and critique what we're doing. And, and that's why I think you've been really successful at Knockground. You've crushed it. Thank you. Did, no, one has, no one else has a master's here? I have a master's. Oh, that's oh, right. Stop. That's right. A lot of people have master's degrees. <laughs> Do they? Not here. Some people. <laughs> I think they're just they're just not focused on business. It's oh, like, I see. Oh, yeah, I have a master's in English literature. <laughs> it's, well, it's not... It's sort of going to help. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not really going to help. No. Maybe it'll help. I don't. Uh, okay, Jake, I have another question for you. Our guest, Jake. Jake Betchgard. How do you say your last name? Betchgard? Yeah. I said Betch. You said Betch. 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 Yeah, and Dana is like Betko. Oh. How you would say, say it, it again. Betko. Say it like that now. Betko. Betko. I like that. Big gulp. Um, on your car, you always have the club on. Not always. I have it on when... <laughs> Wait, tell, me, tell me how you decide. Because you always keep the club in your car. I used right. to have a car where I kept a club on the car. <laughs> at all times. It was probably about 2006. For our younger listeners. <laughs> yeah, what is a club? What, club is. <laughs> what is a club? a club? Yeah, tell us what the club is. So a club is a little device that goes on your steering wheel so basically if someone breaks into your car they can't they can't drive it so this it makes it a lot harder to steal 
I was always I was always curious of like how that worked. So it makes it so that if they want to turn the steering wheel, this club that's like you got to Google it. You have to yeah. look at like what the club does. It would hit their legs before they could turn more than like like a full right turn. Well, right? Would- <laughs> like it would hit their legs and then it'd be like they'd have to like pick their legs up and then turn and then hit the gas again and then turn. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think I normally put it so it will hit the, the windshield so you can't really turn. So you'd hit the windshield and then you'd be like, oh, and you wouldn't be able to do like a full left turn if you <laughs> right. wanted to. And even if you break the windshield, you can only turn the wheel so far so it makes it a lot harder to so steal so you could still steal the car and drive away it would just be the sketchiest driving experience of your life because you'd be like banging into the windshield right. and your legs you have to drive from the passenger seat so, so it would make a lot a lot more sense to steal a car next to it without the club <laughs> right on. you'd you'd see the club and you'd be like screw this it's uh, right. not happening so how do you choose when you put it on when you don't so if i leave it overnight somewhere that's like that's a not no-brainer. my house my carport I would put on my club. Okay. So that's kind of the determiner. And do you ever put it on at your house? Like if you if you pull in at night and you see somebody <laughs> sketchy, like walking <laughs> walking by the walking by your house, you're like, okay, I'm tonight I, I'm gonna put I it on. I have not. We it's a gated gated place. Ooh. So <laughs> that brings me to my next point. Whenever <laughs> I see you make a post on Instagram about your house where you live. You call it the Sky Fortress, which is very cool. It's very nice. And intriguing to me because I, I've been looking for a nickname for my house where I live. Mm-hmm. And Lake Moyer. It certainly wouldn't be. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> I'm having some flooding issues in my basement. <laughs> but it wouldn't be Sky Fortress because I'm not in the sky. So your place, you're up, you're up high. You're like three stories up and you're like, we call it the Sky Fortress. That's cool. Nice. Yeah, we're on the third floor. I think we're having some bevos one day and uh we just moved in which was three years ago and for some reason it just ended up being the sky fortress and that was back in the days when you checked in on foursquare i think i like claimed it as dating yourself as the uh for our younger listeners what is (laughs) so the check the old check-in on on facebook is like we used four squares so you'd have a party you'd have a party and then people would say like i'm at the sky fortress right that's really that is cool. cool. So, what do you call your place, Wes? The Cockroach Express, <laughs> the Roach Den, Motel Cockroach. <laughs> hey, Wes, we're here for the party. We want to check in on Four Square. We'll come into the Roach Den then. <laughs> oh, that sounds great. <laughs> uh, Jake, this morning yes. you and I had a, a very special uh, moment where we bonded. That's right. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> Not in a creepy way, Wes. No, no, I'm just wondering. In a good way. In a good way. (laughs) At Knockaround, like so many offices, we have these fluorescent lights above everyone's desk. Just throughout the office, right? They're fluorescent lights. And uh, the office is is pretty old. Uh, These fluorescent lights are old. So a lot of them are going out since we've moved in. We moved in about four years ago. And they flicker when they go out. It's creepy. And so you, your initial reaction would say like, okay, this is probably the bulb. I'm going to go get a new bulb at Home Depot and it's going to cost about 18 bucks or whatever it's going to cost. And I'm just going to switch this out. It's not the bulb. It's the ballast. What is that? What's the ballast? Uh-huh. You've heard of ballast point beer? Uh-huh. Actually, that's not what it is. I didn't, yeah. <laughs> totally different. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a weird 
coincidence. It's like <laughs> there and there. It, it, oh yeah. Like they are and it belongs to them. <laughs> <laughs> Is the bounce the thing that holds the bulb in? No. Oh, it's a thing that like the the uh like the hardwire from the building goes to this thing called the ballast, which oh. then like redoes the electricity which then goes to the bulbs this doesn't sound like it's gonna end well well it actually did okay. that's why i bring it up yeah. otherwise i wouldn't have even talked about it <laughs> so anyway the uh the the light above jake's desk started to flicker and when it flickers it's like oh it's probably a bad ballast and poor jake has been dealing with this for like three months <laughs> it's like the whole thing's flickering you know he, he's here earlier he stays late after work and he turns the light on and it's like well, there's two. There's two parts of it. There's the flickering. That's which, annoying. Which at, it's at like first, a strobe light. It was, it was like yeah. a daily routine. It would flicker for a couple minutes, and then it would it would go back to being a normal light. And then the other part was it looked like it would it could fall down from the ceiling at any time. <laughs> right. So <laughs> half of the light above Jake's desk was like hanging down by about like three inches. <laughs> it's just it's like drooping. Yeah. Yeah. So poor Jake is sitting there. It's flickering on him like a strobe light, and it looks like it's about to fall on his head. And so finally he's like, hey, man, we got to deal with this. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Jake Jake's not very needy as an employee. Like, he doesn't ask for a lot, but <laughs> finally he was like, come on. I've had gotta, enough. Yeah, we got to deal with this. We got to deal with this issue. So we could call an electrician. And you did, right? Well, we almost did. <laughs> okay. We could have. We we uh, we have an electrician that we like, but I said, and this is one of those moments that like it's like a make it or break it moment. I said, yeah, we could call an electrician, or I could try to fix it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so I go online as anyone would. Mm-hmm. I look on YouTube. I say, change ballast and fluorescent light. I've done it once before in my life. It was several years ago, so I didn't want to like try to like just do it from memory. I wanted to relearn yeah. everything I had learned before. And uh, got the part I needed. Came in this morning. Jake showed up at eight thirty. He helped me out. He was like my uh, my wingman on the project. <laughs> Changed it out. Totally works. Fixed okay. it. It's great. And saved like a hundred bucks in the process. Just gave Boom. Jake a fist bump. You can't see that on uh, on the notcast. <laughs> but it was awesome, man. Was great. It was really cool. Now the light is perfect. And it, there was only a little bit of fire. Briefly, <laughs> Wait, what? One time. Just one. Was there, there a fire? There actually was fire. There was a fire. <laughs> <laughs> what did it burn? Well, it was, it was very calm. He was uh, he was on the ladder, and I was <laughs> I was the one on the on the light switch, and and it was give me go ahead every time he made changes. Like Jake at the light switch, and he was he very calm. He's like ooh ooh fire. Turn it back on. And, and so we almost burned the whole building to the ground. Ooh ooh fire. <laughs> <laughs> ooh ooh ah uh, ah. Uh. Fire. It's very calm. I was very impressed. I was calm. Yeah, yeah. 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 I was like, Jake, please put the switch down. There's <laughs> fire. Um, yeah, it it totally worked out pretty well. <laughs> sort of. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see if it's still lit so on far, Monday. So good. Yeah. We're recording on a Friday. I think it's gonna be okay on Monday. On Monday, now, the I office think, won't be here. I think one of the reasons I was so satisfied with the whole process of changing that ballast out so that the light worked well was because I had this experience a couple nights ago where, you know, I have this old-ass house, as I've probably talked about in the podcast Lake Moyer. <laughs> yeah, Lake Moyer. <laughs> we got flooding in our basement. So that's, a di- that's, a, that's totally different. I'm not even talking about that. Um, 
we had the situation where I was like trying to fix something in the house and I ended up falling off of a, of a stool and I had the worst bruise. <laughs> the in bruise there. is awful. The bruise is like Let's the gnarliest purple. That on, on nah, I don't think anyone wants to see it. I have this huge <laughs> bruise on the back of my thigh. It's horrible. Yeah. And I fell off a stool and my wife was like just disgusted with me. <laughs> what, <did> she, but, <laughs> what do you mean? Because you fell? Because she was, she was like, you can't do anything. You can't fix anything around the house. But I actually think that I'm pretty good at fixing stuff around the house. Yeah. So then we were sitting on the couch, got the kids to sleep. And she said, do you ever wish that you were more handy? Oh. <laughs> Which, yeah. the answer at, is- that, at that point, when I had yeah. this like gnarly bruise on my thigh and we'd like long yeah. day, finally got the kids to sleep. It was not <laughs> the right thing to say. So this, And this was about like four days ago. So then... And I came in this morning trying to fix the the light, the ballast above Jake's desk. I was like, oh, it's on. Make it and, or break it. And so I fixed, but I was waiting until to see if I could fix it. Yeah. And then uh, I fixed it. And then I was like, uh, Jake, do you have any uh, photos of me fixing it? <laughs> he was like, <laughs> I oh, did. Yeah. I had one. Yeah. <laughs> I got you. Did you He's, send the end result to Meredith? I sent it to my wife, Meredith, and I said, Who's handy now? <laughs> <laughs> and then she sent you back a picture of your bruise. No response. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing. Um, okay. Well, the other thing I wanted to talk about was the knock mix. So, Wes, you and I have had the knock cast going for like a, a year. Yeah, about over a year. a year. Yeah. There's a new game in town. Oh. You've heard about the knock cast? I have, yeah. Now there's the knock mix. Ooh. This is Jake's project. It's cool. It's really cool. Um, so we're on our third month. Jake, why don't you talk about the knock mix a little bit? Sure. So the, the knock mix is basically a playlist of, so every month we have a new knock mix coming out, 10 songs handpicked by, uh, by all the folks here at, at knock around and, uh, and they're, they're on the website. So, um, so check them out. The knock mix. I like it. It's like, uh, this is probably earlier than us. Earlier than me, but a mixtape. Everyone know what a mixtape was for our younger listeners. What is a mixtape? A mix CD, nothing like that. No, no, we no. used to do mix CDs. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, that was your time. Yeah, uh-huh. I have mixtapes in my car still. <laughs> You're the only one with a tape player in your car. <laughs> Love it. The only one left. Do you have a? Do you, you even have a CD player in your car, Wes? Uh, yeah, I think you I do? do. Yeah, do you? Like they're not even making CD players in yeah. cars anymore. Yeah, I do too. But, yeah. like, I'm right on the edge. Yeah, I bet uh, Gordo's new Mustang doesn't have a CD player. It's all Bluetooth. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. It's, it's way better that way. Yeah. All right. So, the Knock Mix is is a playlist, and it was Jake's idea, one of the best ideas I've ever heard of. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good. Um, so, he he's asked all the Knock Around employees for their favorite song, and he compiles all those songs into a playlist. And he asks all the employees, why did you pick this song? And so everyone, you can't just like send a song in. You have to say like, here's why I picked this song. Mm. And so everyone's like reason for picking that song is really cool. Some people say like, oh, you know, the song's a banger. It's really dope. I loved it. It's cool to listen to. Other people say like, I heard this song the first time I, whatever. Yeah. But so what it means is that we, compile all these songs into a playlist and you get to see everybody's reason for picking that song. And it's sh- what I think it does is show the eclectic uh, music 
taste that everyone at Knock Ground has. What do you think about that, Jay? <laughs> yes, yeah, it's, it's interesting. There's a there's a lot of different genres on the on the knock mix. So yeah, I mean, there's there's everything from Pantera to Jay Z. Yeah. So you, you get the full. They're pretty far apart, I would say. <laughs> yeah. I think the challenge is, you know, to to try and mix it around so it's a it's a balanced playlist, no, something everyone true. can enjoy. Yeah. No, you, you get this you get this wide reach of music, and um, no, certainly not everyone can enjoy the entire playlist. But I think it gives you an idea of everybody at Knockaround what they're into. And so for each song that we have on this knock mix, you get to see like who the who the person is that selected it, what their reasoning was, and then you get to listen to the song. So mm. like, okay, this is my song for March. It's a song called Work to Do. I love this song. I like it. Got a lot of horns. <laughs> you know, every uh, song needs a good set of horns. Super funky. This is very ace. Different than West song. It's a little different. So here's Wes's song. Here we go. <laughs> First of all, it takes about 30 seconds well, it's to live. get started. It's the live version. I'm, I'm fast forwarding yeah. here. Oh, there it is. This is domination. Make it kind of gives me a headache. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. So if you're into the knock mix, that was awesome. If you're downloading the knock mix, then I think that you should probably have like a very wide appreciation of all types of music <laughs> otherwise well i picked that one because i don't think we've had really had a metal song on the knock mix as of oh. yet well this band rancid oh it's not metal that's punk rock that's some hardy punk rock really yeah oh yeah okay i'll take that too i think heavy and rock music kind of skipped you I think that's true. Right? Maybe it's just where I was. It, got, it was huge when I was in high school. That's all anyone listened to. It's just where I grew up and like what I was into and what my friends were into. And so it just maybe I would be into it if it was... What was like the biggest band that was around when you were in high school? NSYNC. Uh, really? <laughs> Is it really? Well, Backstreet Boys, too. That's so... Because that's like when I was a child. You're all I ever wanted. <laughs> but you're not that much older baby. than me, so that's, that's just weird. I actually um, listened to Pantera a lot when I was in high school. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's a huge band, like one of the biggest metal bands of all time. And the, yeah. and the guitarist was killed on stage. Is that true? That's true. Dimebag Daryl. Wow. Yeah. There's a car called the Pantera. Yeah, I know about that. De Tomaso. <laughs> it's probably an awesome car, too. It really is awesome. It's dope. I'd take one of those. <laughs> all right. We're we're running short on time, but I want to talk about one more thing: generic trademarks. Awesome. Like, <laughs> tell me more. Generic trademarks. Tell me more. So me and Wes went out to lunch a few weeks ago, and we started talking about generic trademarks. You know what this is, Wes? Well, yeah, we talked about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So me and Wes went out to lunch a couple of weeks ago, and we started talking about generic trademarks. Wes, give us a good example of a generic trademark. Well, this came up. Uh, in conversation with my dad, I was talking about London and I needed to buy some saran wrap and I went to the, the local Sainsbury's. I asked for some saran wrap 
and he had no clue what I was talking about. So saran wrap. Saran wrap. So I, I kind of, we kind of looped around a couple of times and we settled on cling film, which is what they call it in London. <laughs> cling film so is saran wrap. He's like, why do you, why do they call it saran wrap? And I said, I have no idea. And I Googled it and it's a, a mix of the guy's two daughters' names, Sarah and Anne saran wrap. So yeah. it's a, it, that is a generic trademark because we know it here as saran wrap. That's really interesting. So the the thing that popped into my head when you told me that story is Kleenex. Right. Like my grandmother always called tissues Kleenex no matter what the brand was. Yeah, right. So we looked this up and it was it's called generic trademarks. Right, or Band-Aid. Band-Aid's another yeah. good example. Yeah. So no matter what you're putting on your little uh, cut, it's you're going to call it a Band-Aid. Yeah. You wouldn't say bandage. I wouldn't bandage. say bandage. Like yeah. Q-tips. 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 That's another yeah. good example. Uh, we We looked at the Wikipedia page. Uh, frisbee, mm-hmm. like no matter what, you're gonna say it's a frisbee. But what is it? Flying what do they disc? call it? Flying disc. That's awful bullshit. <laughs> ping pong. What is ping pong? Oh, table tennis. Table tennis. Yeah. Velcro. Oh, what would that be? A slinky. What is what is Velcro? I don't know. Oh, okay. I thought you had like a list. No, of I mean. <laughs> These are all examples of like you just call it that thing and then whatever it is. Yeah. Well, the company's like that, trademark. Like the the guy that owns Velcro, when people start calling, he's pissed. He, he's like, <laughs> please don't call it Velcro. Call it what it actually is. All right. So this is what I wanted to, wanted to talk about. It's called trademark erosion. Yeah. Ooh. Genericide. Yeah. That's a great word. This is a real thing. It's yeah. called genericide. So at some point, if you're if if whatever your trademark is becomes so commonplace uh, that like everyone uses that word for that thing, they can actually tra- take the trademark away. Right. Yeah. So trademark erosion is a real deal. Yeah. So, you know, if it's about to happen to your brand, to your trademark, you put out like this political PR campaign to make it stop. You're like, please don't call it. <laughs> so Nintendo did this. Nintendo right. did it with people were about to co- start calling all gaming systems Nintendo. Yeah, because they just own the market. And so Nintendo was like, oh no, hell no. Yeah. We're going to hire a PR company to uh, change what people say when they think of like a gaming system. So they started calling it a game console. Right, yeah. So they did this thing and it totally worked. Yeah, uh, you say console now. You yeah. say console all the yeah. time. You know, for whatever PlayStation or yeah, like what Xbox console do you have? What console do you, do you have? play on PC? Or do you play and on that console? was a conscious effort from Nintendo to make that happen. Too bad the frisbee dude never got on that. Frisbee dude got screwed on that one. <laughs> he was like, "Just call it a flying disc." So, out of all, out of all these uh, generic trademarks that I saw on the list, the one that threw me off the most, dumpster. That was a trademark oh. name, dumpster. Dumpster. Like, let's throw it in the dumpster. Dumpster is like a trademarked thing. It would have been like a trash bin or not a bin. Well, they should have done something. I know. They should have had a PR firm helping them out. Do you think if that guy that owned dumpster walks around and someone suggests to throw it, throw it in the dumpster, he gets a little cringe? Oh, <laughs> yeah. He lost his trademark. <laughs> Probably starts crying. Yeah. They just took it away from him. <laughs> Poor the Mr. Other, dumpster. The other one was a Taser. He said, like, oh, yeah, the police tasered him. That's a trademarked oh. word. Wild, because that sounds like just what the thing is. Yeah. yeah. That's the way it goes, man. I've always thought about this in terms of knock around. Like, when people see 
somebody wearing affordable sunglasses like in a bright Brad color. And knockarounds. And knockaround yeah. works as a name too. I know. Oh, we're we better get hire a PR team. I'm gonna be fighting genericide pretty soon. <laughs> Don't commit genericide. <laughs> Trademark erosion. <laughs> Sounds so official. I know. All right, guys. Well, it's been fun. Notcast twenty two coming to an end. Jake, any final thoughts? No, thanks for ha- <laughs> thanks for having me. I'm it's, it's been a pleasure. Thanks for being on. You were such a good guest. I think we're gonna have you on next week, and then next week, and then next week. Don't and tell then Tony, Tony Martin. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Wes, I'll see you next week. All right, Notcast twenty three. It's, it's been, been fun. fun. And uh, see you later. Bye. Like a mic.